Guys, I'm Richard Fitzgerald. This is Dubai Works, where we interview the business leaders making a difference in this great city. That business with scalability was very interesting to me. I like building something that has legacy. Okay, this episode was pre-recorded a couple of weeks ago, and you're listening. I'm probably on a bike or swimming or running and training camp in Tuscany in Italy. Uh, but we did have a great conversation with Shad uh, a few weeks ago, and he is ex an example of why we do Dubai Works, of why we created Smashy as a business streaming brand. Uh, someone who studied in in Dubai and university in Dubai and grew up in Abu Dhabi who understood and lived in across the region and really believes that he's changing the industry and the sector that he's in. Uh, this is all about the construction space but also about the smart technology in homes uh, and building a brand from the ground up. He's a young entrepreneur, he's full of enthusiasm and dreams for the future so enjoy the conversation. Welcome back to another episode of Dubai Works Business Podcast. Today, we're joined by Jad Hamada, the founder and CEO of HD Smart Glass. They are a UAE-based glass aluminium and smart product services company. They execute products in and around the UAE since 2009, with its services spread into design, fabrication, and installation of glass, aluminium, and more. We're going to talk about the origins of HD Smart Glass, the competition, the industry, and what the future holds. Good morning, Shad. Good morning to you, sir. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's been long overdue, and I appreciate this opportunity. Yeah. Amazing. So, yeah, it's really interesting for us to delve into this sector a little bit more and to talk about the success that you've had. So can you tell us a little bit about what HD Smart Glass is and the backstory? Awesome. So... Basically, I'm Lebanese of origin, obviously, and I uh, was born and raised in the UAE. Uh, in a competitive market like this, seeing how the construction and the infrastructure has developed uh, year by year has been crazy. Um, we're heading towards a very smart uh, infrastructure year by year, and uh, HD was basically born uh, through a chemical that I have uh, found uh, and hunted, and uh, basically that's called the liquid crystal. And uh, so what it is, is that once you power it with electricity, the crystals really spread out uh, and give you that clarity. And then once there's no electricity, they accumulate together and give you that privacy. And so once I studied it through two years of R&D, uh, we've basically put it and infused it in a film form, um, which is basically the reason why I believe is going to revolutionize the, the curtain and shutter industry. So in a modern-day villa or office, people want to have an instant button giving them instant privacy and another button that gives them instant transparency. And for that, uh, I've pioneered in it, and uh, today it's called HD Smart Glass uh, okay. for a reason. Yeah. Oh, wow. Now it's making a bit more sense. So we can get into a little bit more about the technical side of the product and sure. what the future holds as well. Um, so, you, so you kind of touched on a few things there of how glass is made. and. Right and the background to the company, how, how, what was the business originally and, and how does okay. it look like? So in 2009, initially started as an aluminum and glass company. Uh, I joined Ventured with a partner of mine who initially had that aluminum and glass company. 
but obviously, once again, through my research and development, uh, figuring out this chemical, I infused it as part of the initial construction company that was just dealing with aluminum and glass. And then we catered uh, and created that product, which was relevant to the aluminum and glass, and uh, turned it into a smart uh, construction company. Okay, so you've kind of pivoted an, a legacy business Correct. into... Modern day time required us to become smart. Everything right now is pretty much, uh, you know, uh, headed towards that way. Uh, and it just gave me a great reason to infuse it uh, in our traditional aluminum and glass company. And, and what, is a, what is a traditional aluminum and glass company? You know, what's the... Do you have factories? Do you have... Correct. So uh, we have... We have a factory. It's a double-decker. It's an industrial area, and uh, basically we do... Double-decker meaning? Two-story. And why is that important? Um, because, of you know, you do need a big size. It's in-house fabrication. We're not just like your ordinary company that buys and sells, but rather we do everything in-house. And because of that, we consider ourselves a production facility. And that gave me the reason to obviously introduce that technology and uh, enhance it and produce it in-house. So it's currently made in the UAE. Uh, to do that, it required a lot uh, of facilities, a lot of equipments, and because of how big our factory is, we managed to do so. Where is it based? Uh, it's in Sharjah, Industrial 15. And do you, uh, who are your, who are your, who do you supply to? Uh, so currently, we're like the, we're the government's favorite people. I would say so. Uh, there's a lot that I can't disclose, but we've done like Dubai airports. Uh, we've done. Pretty 60 percent of the royal family palaces that you could think of. Uh, we've done big brands. Uh, we've collaborated with Supercar Blondie, Mo Vlogs, Anas Bukhash, and there's a lot of celebrities down the line that we're going to do collaborations with. It's just a very fun product. Uh, people are enjoying the essence of, of of it. Just you know, having that instant privacy and transparency is something that people aren't really aware of. Uh, and we're just trying to shift out from the traditional curtains and shutters that people mm -hmm. really don't like to see anymore modern day development, people enjoy the glass. They pay a lot of money for glass, and obviously we do that construction. Uh, but people want that instant uh, uh, smart activation, and uh, we've managed to introduce that as a feature alongside the glass partitions that we create. And the success of HD Smart Glass, is that now the majority of what you do? Is that the main product that you sell? Yeah, I mean... the 90% or so more? Once again, year 2020, COVID period is, is when we launched it. People thought I was crazy for going all in on it because uh, construction had a very bad toll at that year. Uh, and I think I'd, I'd fairly say I was one of the fastest growing successful businesses at year 2020. And a span of a year, we've managed to branch out internationally. Um, and I mean, we were in seven countries today. Which countries? Uh, what kind we're of in the UAE, Qatar, Amman, Bahrain, Saudi Arabia, Miami, USA. And just three days ago, we signed a deal with uh, our Swedish partner in Stockholm. Oh, wow. And, yeah. and outside of the Gulf region, are they distribution partners? Or Correct. So we joint ventured because obviously I can't really attend to every single country. It's going to be very hard on me. Uh, it's a one-man show, to be honest. So um, I joint ventured with very successful uh, partners and construction companies in each country that I've just mentioned. And uh, obviously we do our due diligence and we do a background check and see if they're fit enough to continue to raise the bar for our brand. And uh, I've managed to do so uh, across the GCC, America, and Europe, do you, Sweden. Do you sell online as well, or is it mainly through distributors? Uh, we have a very high presence uh, on social media, I'd say Instagram to be more specific, uh, and hence the reason why we collaborated with the, the names that I've just mentioned, Supercar Blondie, Anas mm. Bukhash, Mo Vlogs, and the many more that are yet to come. Um, we do get a lot of attention on Google, um, 
but yeah, I'd say those are the best two platforms. So that's from a marketing awareness point of view, yeah. but the transaction would be more of a kind of a B2B on the Correct. ground. Yeah, B2B, B2C. Mm. Yeah, but none that, that's done online because obviously we have to send out our workers to the site, do the due diligence, uh, do the production in-house and then eventually come for the installation. So it's like very traditional construction, but we've infused this um, tech side to it and made it much easier to inquire about it online. And so the, in the UAE, the construction industry is obviously, you know, the, the real estate and, and development is such a big mm -hmm. part of the economy. It's such a big part of what's happened, the mm -hmm. story of the UAE. Um, so how was how it like introducing something new into that space? And is it something that you found competitive or did you have to disrupt anything? Or Great question. Um, so basically, I have a very high vision for this. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to say that I'm going to eliminate the existence of curtains and shutters, but I plan to do so. And this is the journey that I'm going to take after, you know, uh, for HD. Uh, today in hotels, you have, let's say, the master bedrooms and the suites, uh, the divider between the divider between the bathroom and the, and the bedroom uh, usually is a glass panel. And what hotels do is that they install like a shutter, a manual shutter that you have to roll down and then roll back up. Yeah. And that's not really, you know, feasible or practical. Uh, so basically our target points would be hotels in that sense. And so um, here <coughs> in the UAE, they're really cherishing the fact that you have instant privacy on a button. And so we're trying to close deals with big, big developers. And we're actually in talks right now with one of the biggest uh, developers in the country. Okay, amazing. So you're actually just fitting into an existing economy, existing system. You're mm -hmm. just a smarter locally produced supplier. Correct. Uh, so, so you don't the construction industry here. There's a lot of big developers, mm -hmm. and they're all you know the futuristic ones are always looking for the best product Correct. and the best suppliers and markets, and you're Correct. trying to fill that gap. Correct. One of our, we have an upcoming project. I'm sure uh, everybody who's about to listen to this would know that project. But uh, by Burj Al Arab, there's the nine exclusive villas that are being built there. Yeah. Um, they're called the Quay Villas. So we're powering all nine villas. There are a lot of them. Are, uh, it looks nearly finished. A lot of the structures in place. So we're about to head over there in the next month, I'd say, to start fitting our technology there. And that's when you get involved, because obviously sure. you're part of the sort of interior Correct. fit out. Correct. It's such, It's like the final touches that uh, consultants and architects and interior designers want to see for the villa. You know, it's these final luxury touches. And uh, we're always the ones to be there for them. So you're not actually the glass, you're the layer on top of it? Both. You both. So the, the technology comes in a film form and a glass form. Okay. So if the project is under construction, we provide the entire uh, glass tech with the frame. Yeah. But if it's already a completed project... You can uh, do the film. Correct. We yeah. layer the film, we retrofit it over the existing glass, and we do our final touches so that it looks perfect. And it's no, there's no way you'd be able to differentiate whether or not there's something applied onto the glass or not. Okay. And when you say touch of a button, do you how how smart is that? Do you so, have apps and things? So you can either do it through a phone app, which is currently under. Uh, process yeah uh, we have a luxury touchscreen remote or we could just um install it into an existing Next power switch. button yeah. yeah correct and then obviously if you have a smart home which currently a lot of the villas and offices have uh built within you can integrate it into your smart automation yeah so now you, you can you can say hd smart glass go dark please yeah. uh, into alexa correct. <laughs> yeah and that's what happens correct. amazing yeah. uh really cool so uh you're still producing glass you still have a factory yeah. like what's what kind of just here though yeah so with the partners abroad they're strictly the film technology it was yeah. so easy to scale and raise the bar for the brand just because film is very easy to you know to 
to move in yeah. the sense of logistics. And so that that's what gave me, you know, that push to eventually uh, go international with it. And, and again, in like a year and a half of since the brand was established in the spam of a year and a half, I managed to move it all across the GCC. And then obviously the biggest challenge was to take something that's made in the UAE and shift it all the way to America. Because usually what you have in a modern day business is that you bring stuff from the West into the Middle East. And so by reversing that, I take pride and, and you know, I feel honored. Amazing. And yeah. let's talk a little bit about that because, you know, I totally agree. And I think what people kind of skipped in over the years here is, the manufacturing in the UAE as mm -hmm. a thing, right? Mm -hmm. People uh, kind of shied away from it. Mm -hmm. uh, and even in the e-commerce space, there's a lot of dropshipping, there's mm -hmm. other things going on. Um, how have you made it work? Uh, is it from a margins point of view? How have you kind of understood so the economics around your business? The thing is, it's okay, so we're still very limited with manufacturing in the GCC region, and to be, to be more specific, in the UAE. Um, so obviously I couldn't do everything here and especially when you deal with like the liquid crystal itself, the chemical itself, uh, there's a lot of regulations here uh, and you don't have that scalable factory that could, you know, help you uh, exceed certain limits. And so that's when I outsourced the factory out of the GCC, did my research and development there, my trials and failures and errors and, you know, the remodifications. And once the product was done there, we, we, we import the raw materials and then we reassemble them here. So we don't do the entire manufacturing process here. We do, let's say, the assembling part and then the manufacturing process happens abroad. Mm -hmm. And then we merge those two to eventually make it easier and cater for all the GCC countries. Okay. Especially when you deal with America, like the American market, you cannot really spend that much money on logistics from the UAE to America. So you have to find like a, a median that could cater to all the world. Yeah. yeah. But, but your intention is to be made in the UAE. So yeah, I would fairly say everything is like the thing is the whole process of it was just continuous research and development. The innovation has been there. Right. Mm. But it's it was a flop. Big fail. So when I when I in the industry or, or in your company in the industry in, in, yeah, yeah in the world itself the liquid crystal chemical has been there yeah people didn't really know how to bring it to its primal you know level and that's when I did my two year research and development and I failed so many times with it so many times because clearly I wasn't going to launch a business and you know uh, start servicing clients or businesses and not really be certain about the product that I'm you know uh, uh, giving to the clients yeah. so. Because of my two-year research and development, I ensured that whatever I'm going to offer into the industry is the legit form of it. And it took me two years to create the best and most enhanced form of it. And now I'm confident enough to say that we are the government's top-leading HD smart glass. Amazing. Yeah, well done. Product. Great to hear. And the, the size of your team and the sort of growth, uh, like, did you need investment in it? No. Or? So this is, I take pride in this. And uh, I'm going to actually touch a lot about this for, for the people who are currently trying to do something themselves. Uh, I'm all about the organic growth. Um, Reinvest, uh, yeah. Whatever you make, so basically I JV'd with a partner here as well, right? So he gave me access to his facilities. There was no artificial pump in money, right? It was completely organic. Every project that I profited from, I reinvested in and I grew slowly. And you know, in that process you learn so much. Had I got an investor and gave me, let's say X amount of money, I would have had to start the level of success from that bar that he took me up to. Yeah. And I can't really see that high if I'm not going to understand the growth from the scratch. Great. So I'm all about that, especially in construction. You have to be very technical. One small mistake, there's a lot of liability on you and the company. Yeah. Uh, we started off with five workers. Uh, in a year and a half, we're currently at 50 employees. 50, five wow. Zero. Yeah, it's Amazing. Yeah. Uh, and, and you're profitable? Yeah. 
yeah, you have to be. <laughs> yeah, and just much. touching on something you said about organic, do you think like bootstrapping or organic is almost you can you can test and learn as yeah, you go. You have to. Yeah. You have to. You can't put a child uh, in the tenth grade if he's like five years old. Mm. You can't really do that to him, mm. right? Especially because I, I said it earlier. It's a one man show, so I had don't re- I didn't really have guidance. I had a vision. I had a product. It's time to really bring it to life. Mm. So I had to go through to you know to the baby steps to eventually feel like I'm confident enough to go and do the Dubai airport when I get a call from them. You yeah. know, to go do the the ministry's offices. You know, once they I get a call from them to do his highness's office, to currently do the president's mm. villa. So like, there's a lot of things that we're, we're, we're working towards and holding that liability and these clientele. You have to really be sure of what, what, you, what you have to offer, the time duration, the time period of when you're going to start and finish. You have to be very sharp with everything. And uh, again, you could, get lost, you, could go, you could get lost so much with, a, with an artificial pump of investment um, yeah. because you're there just to profit rather than executing a huge vision for the business. But, but in the manufacturing space and when you have to produce things up front uh, with payments, like capital is important. How have you approached that? Do you, do you work with lending partners? Do you sure. So again, because it was a one-man show, and I had limited amount of money, let's say, to reinvest in the business because I was growing organically. Uh, the support of main contractors, consultants, interior designers, uh, referrals, um, I capitalized so much on that. And little did I know that by doing one great job, you had, you had that that had opened 10 other doors unknowingly. So mm. the references and the referrals were just, you know, the reason why we're, we're still here. Okay. Uh, people really speak highly of us, and obviously with the with the social media support, again working with big celebrities, uh, having them enjoy that in their commercial spaces, it really gave us uh, a boost uh, of awareness mm. uh, for the product. Because a lot of people thought it was just glass. So let's say you had glass in your house or office, people thought that we had to replace the glass. So with the awareness of you know it being a film and that being pasted on an existing glass. Uh, it brought us a huge uh, amount of uh, of product of projects. Okay. Yeah. Um, from a kind of industry point of view, from a cost point of view, how do you compare? Is it something that a quantity surveyor would look like and go, uh, that those guys are more expensive, but they're better products, and uh, and you charge per meter? Or okay. So because UAE is the headquarters, the lowest price for that product is here. In yeah. the UAE, it's a little. Uh, I'd say it's twenty uh, percent higher across the GCC, forty percent higher in the USA okay. uh, because of obviously taxes and logistics. Um, yet again, because we manufacture, we've reduced the technology uh, price point. I'd say we chopped up fifty percent of what it used to cost to what it is today, just because we took we we became hands on on the chemical itself, the film itself, and all the raw materials that come along with it. So uh, again, because of the research and development, we've I've managed to chop off 50% of what the technology should have costed. Mm. So you get the, the best deal ever. And, and when people are, because this is a new product for a lot mm-hmm. of construction companies, right. are people, you know, say they have already have glass in place, right. and they're going, that's an extra cost, because right. or do they compare it with shutters? And then from the other point of view, if they're, if they're procuring glass, do they mm-hmm. then compare you with a glass supplier? 
Okay, so basically we're, we're not really to be compared with glass because at the end of the day, this is like a technology that's layered over the existing glass or it just comes infused in glass itself. Yeah. So fairly to say, you, it's irrelevant to what glass really costs because it has an added feature to it, right? It's just not plain glass. It, 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 it is a glass that switches from transparent to private. Um, it caters to people's taste, uh, to developers' tastes as well. Uh, a lot of developers that I know of really don't want to pay an extra buck to make their clients happy. We don't really deal with these developers. On the other hand, we deal with developers that really want to deliver such an amazing experience in a development, yeah. and those are the people that we really deal with. Um, it does. It, it fairly has its margin. It is a tech product. There is a price point to it. Once again, it's the cheapest they'll ever find with yeah. us because we're manufacturers. I would say it's worth it, uh, but at the end of the day, it's, it just goes down to the, the customer himself, yeah. whether or not he wants to pay you know, an extra penny to... To there, have that in the house. But I guess there is some education on the buyer side in terms of, you know, the cost of uh, blinds plus the cost of glass. Mm -hmm. If they put them together, then they mm -hmm. would procure what, what We're you're... somewhat competitive to that. But yeah. yet again, because blinds aren't really a tech product, yeah. there's no tech behind it. Uh, it's just very manual, very boring. Plus, once again, and if you realize, and I'm sure you're being around Dubai and seeing like the infrastructure that happens here, everybody's capitalizing, everybody's paying a lot of money on jumbo glasses. They're just enjoying the existence of a lot of glass in their homes and offices. And people don't want to have this huge blind or curtain just covering up the entire glass uh, creation in their houses. Mm. And so people want to enjoy having glass there, right? They don't want it covered by like this permanent colored you know blockage and so by having a remote control that instantly just you know shifts okay. transparent to private and still have that glass facade in front of you people really enjoy that and in modern day development as well you see a lot of compounds being built mm. so you have a lot of neighboring villas and in the uae we've realized people really suffer from uh, not having a lot of privacy given that the villas are right next door and so there's a lot of um, oh, yeah. blind areas in the villas especially by the staircase or the main living rooms where you could see your neighbors and people don't like that so again it's another reason why our product is really scaled in the market because they want to use that in certain areas that you really can't put a blind or shutter in okay. especially the staircase area you know when you have stairs you get these facades by the stairs and you can't really put a blind there because it's oh, yeah. all concrete. So yeah. you need something like our product to, to be installed. Interesting. Well, we've just finished a fit out of, of this studios and there's a big glass. We got you. <laughs> we got you. Don't do you, even do you but do you see the blind? Do you see, so we had to get that tinted. Right. We weren't aware of HD smart glass, but yep. we, were, we were offered a few different. Yep. Um, is that a competitor? And, and how, you know, what's the, if we had HD smart glass there, what would be the difference is it sun protected okay. could we so kind of, yeah it's a lot of advantages um first of all it's a sustainable product so basically when the power is off it opaques your whole glass so you're on private mode when you're on private mode you resist 98 percent of sun uv rays and by blocking that you're basically uh securing your furniture from damages because the sun is the reason why all your furniture gets damaged uh obviously by blocking 98 percent of sun rays you're also supporting by heat blockage not only that, if you have a projector and you project whatever visuals onto the panel itself when it's on private mode, it becomes a visual uh, screen to put advertising videos, to showcase whatever it is that you want. Another cool feature that we've done. How, how does that work? So you got a projector yeah. that's on a private mode. So let's consider uh, a car showroom 
on Sheikh Zayed Road. Yeah. They have all these glass panels, right, mm. on the street side. At night, they close all the lights, the showroom is off. What they could do is have a projector, project whatever visuals of the cars they want on all the panels. Um, and from the inside or from the outside? From the inside. Everything is done from the yeah. inside. And then you do a rear projection. So now all the people outside on the streets could see all the visuals of your cars and all the videos and all the graphic designs that you want within that visual. Wow. Yeah, and that basically costs you nothing. If you were to put an advertising panel, if you were about to pay for an advertising board, you pay millions of dirhams on Sheikh Zayed Road. Wow. But little do they know that all these panels now that they have already built within their showroom could be an advertising uh, board for them, okay. legally. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. that that's if it's 100% uh, opaque on private opaque, mode. Yeah. If even when it's on transparent mode, the reason is that you just lose the the laser focus of the projector, the laser beam of it. So yeah. once, once you block it, because it blocks rays, sun rays, light rays it gives you the full visual okay. video on the glass itself okay interesting. so you get that as an advantage uh you get the blockage of the sun as an advantage uh you can integrate it to your smart automation as well and uh, lastly you could also do logos so we've done any custom logo you can have your brand logo car logo anything you want to write or do in terms of imagery or, or wording within the film itself, mm. not the glass. So the film itself has a transition of logos that you can create at mm. any design you want. Yeah, they Pretty have to cool. be structural. Yeah. What about residential versus private versus commercial? Uh, what's the split? We're on like a peak point right now. We're always like, yeah, both hotels. Yeah. I'm about to get into the car industry, actually. Okay. We're about to do the sunroofs of cars. Oh, uh, amazing. We currently have 10 Maybach Vianos. Uh, you know the Sprinter vans? Yeah. The Maybach Sprinter vans. So we got a deal for 10 Sprinters, and we're going to do the panel that separates the driver from the the client sitting in the, in oh, the nice. back seat. You know how it does yeah. that? Yeah. So that panel could either turn into a TV or just a transparent glass or opaque mode. Pretty cool. Yeah. Amazing. So we're, we're going to pioneer in the automotive industry as well. Uh, interesting. And so how do you see the, so in your specific, we talked about the construction industry, but in your specific space, how competitive is it and how many people are getting into kind of new smart products like this? Um, I feel like anything that's going to come by the, 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 the smart industry and construction is going to raise the bar for us as well. Uh, now you have like smart laundry chutes, you have smart lights, smart doors, mm. smart cameras, everything is going to turn into that, mm. everything. Um, people just want to control everything within their fingertips. I think we're headed towards that. And uh, I, I, I can't say we're really, we would welcome any competitors just because once again, they'd have to go through a lot of research and development to do what I did. Uh, it wasn't easy, it took a lot of sacrifice, a lot of time, a lot of studying. There was a lot of trials and errors and yeah it was just it was bad mm. um so yeah I'd, I'd fairly say that we're the only ones in the world currently that's pioneering you're always going to get the the lesser models the cheaper models uh the ones that don't really sustain they're not really practical uh three four months down the line they're going to break out by color they're going to have technical failures a lot of these things really occur and people are actually suffering from these uh uh, fraud products, let's say. Mm. Um, once you really want to go all tech and smart, you really have to do your due diligence, uh, really study uh, what it is that you're putting you know, this much money on and eventually take a decision. Uh, we don't really cater to people who are trying to save money. We cater to the people that really want to 
put in money for something that's going to last them down the line 10, 15, 20 years and really, you know, uh, make use of it and, and enjoy the value of it. Did you have to get a patent on it? No. You don't need to. It's mainly so your product. It's the brand. Yeah. It's the brand. HD Smart Glass. I mean, there's a lot of big names. Again, I can't really disclose, but... You can trademark your brand and then... Correct. Yeah. There's a lot of people that want to do a business with HD Smart Glass. Mm. I mean, big brands uh, that want to either, you know, collaborate with us, uh, have us sponsor them. Uh, our Bahraini partners just sponsored their paddle tennis team. <laughs> HD Smart Glass. Yeah, this, nice. So yeah, it's, it was pretty cool. Um, there's cool. a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, it's it's becoming a brand. It's, yeah. it's a brand. It's a culture. People understand uh, the level of expertise our people, uh, our workers really have, and um, you know we're we're trying to raise the bar that way because in construction it's it's a mess. Interesting. It's really a mess. So it's talking about the smart home because I find that super interesting with where we're headed and to get mm-hmm. your insight on that, you know, irrespective of. That those who traditionally supply glass and construction, mm-hmm. that this can be done afterwards. Do do sort of uh, manufacturing companies or technology companies uh, that that make products for the smart home, whether it's Hisense or Samsung, mm-hmm. are they looking at this space as well? Uh, I wouldn't say so, just because they're not really. Uh, in that part or sect of the construction world, like in, uh, like they have nothing to do with the aluminum glass part, right? So yeah. uh, I wouldn't say so, but a lot of our high-end villas and palaces that we've dealt with, um, obviously we see these big brands, uh, you know, implementing their own products uh, within it. So uh, a really famous product that's really being built right now in hotels and um, and uh, residential spaces are like the smart mirror TVs. Yeah. Um, so we do the mirror part, by the way. Uh, but there's, a, there's a yeah, there's a company. I think it's called Mirror. Is it? Mm-hmm. What's it called? There's a there's a fitness one in the US. That's like yeah 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 yeah. Uh, it has like your own PT through that. Yeah. Mirror. Yeah. I forgot the name of it, but yeah, that's uh, similarly it's to what it to ideas what that like is. that. Yeah, yeah. But then obviously that's just a stand. What you're talking about is just just a stand. Yeah. It is what it is. But like now they're using it for in their living room. Actual, to expose yeah. the TV and then just you know. Uh, fade off the TV by having that mirror, that magic mirror. So we do that magic mirror as well. But obviously the TV that we use comes with a collaboration with Samsung. Mm. So we have like an exclusive deal with Samsung. Uh, they end up supplying us X amount of TVs at any given time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you can you can basically put your layer over a Samsung TV. Correct. And, and Correct. What, it's a little yeah. bit different than what HD is because we have various products. Mm. Our main line of product is the HD smart glass and film, but we also do magic mirrors. Mm. And that magic mirror is basically the fade in, fade out of what the TV is behind it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, you know, when people are looking, if companies like those companies are looking at what you described as everything is going to be smart, smart in mm. the home, would it not be a natural sort of thing for them to do? Oh, I, I already do appliances like kettles and microwaves mm-hmm. how do i get into the bedroom how do i do the the tv area so do they look at everything like that they do again you got to understand that like construction now there's there's it's two sides there's mm. no gray side anymore it's black or white so you have the traditional construction you have the modern day construction we're trying to really just transition from the from the traditional into the modern there's a lot of uh, old school engineers developers designers that are just trying to bring and continue to process the vintage, the classic uh, vibes to the residential commercial space. We don't really cater to those people. We really see new day, modern day developments to be completely smart. And uh, we work with big developers who are 
currently raising the bars and awareness for that. Uh, you could barely see, I was in Bahrain a couple of months ago and there's a full smart automated building, fully smart automated building from the, from the doorstep, literally all the way till you get into your bed. It is completely smart automated and the experience that you get out of that is amazing. From face scans to the elevator knowing who you are and then it knowing to what floor you're going to. Oh, really? Things that are, cre yeah, fully smart automated building. Good and morning, Shad, and takes you to the 42nd floor without you saying anything. Bruise your coffee by the time you get up. Yes, this okay. is where we're supposed to be at. People think it's not there. Like we have the technology to make this happen. Yeah. But people are not like putting us on the spotlight just because the traditional people are still controlling the construction world. Yeah. So when they see a 28-year-old really trying to shift the, the process and transition it into a completely smart, controlled place, they're mm. like, hmm, and we're either with them or we're against them. And do, do you then, the flip question to that point is, if they're not looking at the sort of glass areas, mm -hmm. are you looking at other... Yeah. Your expansion plans, are you looking at kind of a vertical approach or a horizontal approach where you're going, what other smart products Correct. can I launch? Correct. Every day I'm on the hunt for the next big product that's going to change. In this category? Yes. Construction is a big world. Mm. We all want to see beautiful towers and beautiful villas and we all want to see how they look like from the inside and we all want the clientele to really enjoy the space that they pay so much money for. Mm. People continuously disregard the fact that I'm going to make so much money one day, amen, just so that I could put, you know, all that money into my residential space. Mm. And, and that's the place that's going to, you know, cater to my environment day and night. So if it's not going to be something out of the world, then why am I going to pay this much money for mm. it, right? It has to be something crazy. Mm. It's it has to feel like home, but I want it to be completely automated at the same time. Mm. You know, I oh. want to, I want to have that smart touch to it. And when when you experienced that in Bahrain, did you kind of think, why isn't it here? Yeah. Why? And would you do some it's of bothering me? <laughs> it really is. <laughs> is it not here? Is there no? No, no, there is not one full tower that's completely automated. No. Okay. They don't want to take that risk. But so say because of technical glitches and whatnot. We're in year 2022, guys. People are going to the space. Like we can't yeah. really create a smart automated building yeah the mac right now is about to launch a project uh, i don't know if i should say this but i mean they're going to launch something similarly uh, villas not mm. buildings but everything's going to be smart automated yeah down the line they do a lot with nfts and that's yeah, so. very i mean advanced yeah. we love the mac so mm. they they give us they're always down to like pave the way for something new mm. Mm. but when so two questions on that sort of example you gave uh Firstly, when you when you went through that experience, did mm -hmm. you think that which product or which area did you said this fits like HD Smart Glass? Did you say, oh, I'm going to, I might do another product around the coffee, or I might do another product around the elevator, or does it right. link like that? So, again, there's only so much that I could do personally for the business, especially because right now um, you're focused on what you're doing this product. Yeah, yeah, and then alternatively, the expansions are not really easy. Uh, it's very draining. Uh, again, I have a very high expectation for my brand. The bits and pieces really matter. The details really matter. The training has to be done and takes so much time. Workers don't really have the capability of installing this, not unless they're under our program and our training. Um, so that takes a lot of time. The partners have certain points that they have to dedicate and ensure 
within this partnership. So there's all these points that I have to cater for that's really slowing everything else down. But again, I feel like, you know, by doing all this, ensuring the brand to be in various industries and markets and not just the local market here, everything else that I'm bound to do and introduce into the headquarters are going to instantly get into the international markets ASAP. Mm. So once I ensure my partners are in great hands and the fundamentals and foundations are, you know, built appropriately, any product that I'm going to introduce here, they're going to also benefit and win and introduce into their market. So mm. first I'm going to focus on that, the expansions, and then all the new products that I have yet to introduce into and the market later. directly go international. Yeah, it. exactly. Like it, R&D for new products, obviously, a lot of time and effort and they could they could jeopardize you yes. if you've got something that's a hit you can stick to it correct do you have visions of this like being a uae sort of brand that gets that's consumer facing let you know everyone has apple as a north star but there's some cooler brands like dyson yeah which you know was it was a right a vacuum and then it became more products for the home we do you kind of see that. that yes we intend to do that um we do intend to do that. Um, it's just a matter of time till we reveal what we have in, in store mm. uh, for these departments and for these construction uh, industries. Uh, there's a lot on the way that we want to introduce. We just need to make sure that we capitalize and and really build on what is currently hot in the market, and that's the product that we're offering. Make sure that we continuously cater, even for the ones that who can't afford it, to continuously ensure that our manufacturing plants are trying their best to reduce the costs of the chemicals, the logistics, so on and so forth, so that we manage to cater it to also you know, the ones who can't really afford it. Because mm. not seems, everybody can afford it. It seems as if it is a premium product. Yes. Like you, Dyson, you so described Dyson. it as, you know, that dream villa right. kind. So, so think about Dyson, mm. right? Dyson's price point is not too high, like, wow, too, way too high, not too low. It gives you the fair price of what it, what it's actually but created. But I can purchase it in a store, in a mall. Yeah. No, but I'm talking about the price point. Yeah. Right. But so, will you be consumer-facing like that as well? Uh well, you can't really buy our technology because you obviously need the installers. Not yeah. anybody can install it. Yeah. You have to have professional installers. Otherwise, you're going to pay for something that's going to get destroyed in a, in a day or two. You mm. won't be able to finish the process of the installation. Um, so, unfortunately, we can't. You know, uh, but we we are going to be in exhibitions. We are going to have these face to faces uh, with clientele, whether it's on social media or you know, uh, in certain events. Uh, but obviously, you have to go through the the A to Z service from us. Yeah. Where you inquire it, we send our team to your house. They do the they take the measurements, you know, do the full site survey, and then mm. we start producing in house and installing. Mm. Yeah. And how advanced do you? customers need to be do i would i need to be technology savvy no, enough no. none none we give you warranty the warranty really covers everything uh, you don't have to worry about anything you just you like what you see and you leave the rest on us we'll mm. take care of everything and what about uh the plans for the future you know let's talk a little bit about the region mm -hmm. uh did you grow up in dubai born and raised in abu dhabi. abu dhabi i finished my bachelor's in the american university in dubai okay, i did great. finance completely irrelevant to where i'm at no it is definitely a link there's definitely a business <laughs> link uh yeah, but yeah fair enough um yeah so i graduated from dubai and then uh, i always tapped into the e-commerce industry so instagram for me was like a very high uh, i was very like enthusiastic about what instagram has done mm. and this was like 
nine years ago maybe mm. uh, people were just promoting their profiles themselves it was like another version of Facebook but I was like why not try and introduce a business to this mm. and I had a very successful I had two very successful hit and run businesses so they weren't really scalable it was just a short period of time you made enough money to eventually take it to the next business so I was very like e-commerce based social media based and then once I graduated, traveled to Lebanon to get a little bit of uh, an insight to what my culture is because I never really had the chance to grow mm. up there. I was a born immigrant. Um, so uh, unfortunately, that didn't last. Um, I ended up moving to Qatar, Kuwait, traveled to America and the UK a lot, uh, just took on my uh, non-systematic route of being an entrepreneur. Uh, I, I told my parents, like, this was it. You know, I this is your degree. I, I got you what you guys always wanted. <laughs> but this is not what I'm going to do. I still need to discover a lot about who I am. And along the way, I'm going to make sure that business is part of it. And uh, I just decided to... The moment you take a decision in life, something like this, you can't really graduate, get employed, and, you know, this is... It's just my personal opinion. You can't really, you know, graduate, get employed, and then think of something else to do because you're, you know, it's time consuming. Come on, you have personal life, you have a career that you have to dedicate all your time to. So it's going to be really hard to shift into a different industry. So by taking the decision and sacrificing some time, especially because I had like the luxury of graduating uh, at the year 20, I was 20 years old, mm -hmm. turning 21. So I felt like I was still fairly young. So I took a year or two and I just scaled, you know. Definitely. Yeah, started discovering new industries and. It just got me into various businesses. Interesting. It sounds like you've explored a lot of the kind of region, you know, oh yeah, Lebanon and GCC. What's your view of it? Obviously, the UAE economy is robust and strong and doing well. Mm -hmm. do, do you see the Middle East as a, as a business opportunity? I feel like the Middle East is going to take over. What the West was, the Middle East is going to be. Like Europe or the US? I'm or genuinely <laughs> US. You think uh, it'll be that big? Like GDP-wise, economy-wise? No, no, no. Just a... I feel like we have a lot of just allow the generations to grow here. Mm. Allow just give them some time. Mm. Uh, yes, we're influenced fairly by the West, uh, US. Um, just give it some time. Yeah. I do believe the Middle East has a lot to show. The world. Take over. And I'm I'm proof yeah. that excuse me. Sorry. I'm proof that I'm building a made in UAE product mm. and I'm taking it to the US and I'm gonna pioneer it there and I'm gonna be you know the biggest business in the USA when it comes to this technology. Mm. And, and mark you'll my do word. it from here. Yeah. yeah, correct. We already have a production plant in Miami. Mm. And, and so focus, uh, so uh, focusing on the region specifically, um, you know, I, I love that sentiment. I love that approach and that mindset and, mm -hmm. and your evidence of, of a startup, mm -hmm. of an entrepreneur who's mm -hmm. doing that. Um, but, you know, and why, why would you be confident? Like, is it that there's other like-minded people like you out there doing interesting yes, things i fairly believe so if i could do it and i was born and raised here and obviously given the great leaders that are raising the bars for this country in a spam of 50 years mm. what they've done is just miraculous uh to even be a small part of their vision is miraculous and uh i just do believe that influence that level of influence that the leaders of the uae are impacting across the world is just miraculous and i feel mm. like the children of the UAE, whether it be locals or the immigrants, expats, 
we're off to something great. Mm. Just give it some time. Would you think that uh, like digital can play a, a role, like in terms of spillover across the region? Like yes. new technologies can yes. really drive the region forward. Yes, social media is something to really capitalize on in every single business. Even if you're selling a tissue box, if you're not on social media, you're not going to get that awareness that you're supposed to. Uh, that's where the level of impact the Middle East will have on the US or the West will happen down the line. Mm. We're going to have such a great presence on social media or like let's like say the web itself that we're we're probably going to, you know, start innovating a lot of things that the West is going to need. Amazing. And I hope so. I love this positive sentiment to finish on. One last sure. question. What what else do you have in the works? What are you looking at in the future? So I'm a guy that really likes to pioneer in every single industry. I don't think there's something that I can't really fit into and pioneer in. So I got two separate projects that I'm working on. Um, so two businesses in the fintech world mm. yet to be released. I can't really disclose much. Uh, probably in the next two months, people are going to hear about it. Two of these fintechs have never been done in the Middle East. So it's fully localized. And um, the other one is, uh, fingers crossed, something huge in the medical industry. I cannot disclose much as well uh, because of the NDAs that we've signed. But if that, if that happens, uh, we're going to empower a huge... Uh, part in the medical industry of the uae wow. something huge like when i say huge like it's diplomatically huge okay yeah so we've got fintech caltech and construction tech correct the three big sectors to take on <laughs> yes uh, those are yeah basically yeah that's that's yeah we follow we watch two. and follow with interest yes well thanks a lot Jad. Thank really interesting speaking to you and can tell that you're passionate about your business yes. and we be sure to follow in the future. Thank you for having me. I Thanks appreciate you. Cheers. Thanks Thank a lot. You. Have a great one. That was an interesting conversation. We heard so much about the different things that are happening in smart homes and construction. And Jad is clearly a businessman who's got a lot uh, of things planned uh, and I'm sure we'll be hearing a lot about in the future. Uh, as I said, this was recorded uh, a few weeks ago uh, and it's airing at the end of July. I want to thank our producer Shahir for putting the podcast together and Richie who's been uh, doing the videography and sound engineering work uh, to put this live. As always, you can watch the full episodes on smashy.tv on the browser or app or smart TVs. Uh, it's available on pretty much most smart TVs, Android and Apple, uh, Sony. If you have a Samsung TV, you can check us out via the Wayak app. Smashy is available there. Uh, and if you're listening to this uh, on Apple or Apple Podcasts or Angami or Spotify, please do rate us uh, and leave a review and also recommend a friend. We'll be back next week uh, with another episode uh, and thank you. <laughs>